Hey moms, Brie here. Question, have you ever found yourself at a loss for words when it comes to helping your athlete daughter? Specifically, before a game when she's feeling super nervous and you just want her to be confident or in that car ride home when she's being hard on herself and you just want her to also see the good things she did out there. Now, if you have, you're not alone. It's so hard to know what to say to get her out of her head and start believing in herself. That's why I'm excited to share about our four-day What to Say Challenge happening this month. This challenge is specifically designed for moms of girl athletes to help you know what to say to build her confidence without making things worse or causing her to shut down. Even if you're often met with things like, you have to say that, you're my mom. Over the four days, we'll be together for short trainings to give you strategies and scripts so you'll never be stuck wondering what to say again. The challenge is happening May 14th through 17th, and registration is open now for early bird pricing. So you get 60% off the challenge, and you can hop in for just $19. Head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge to register. That's also linked in the show notes. We kick off on Monday, May 13th with our pre-party, and I hope to see you there. Hey there, we're Christina and Brianne, and one of our greatest passions is enabling female athletes to uncover their greatness, allowing them to break free from their limitations and achieve their biggest dreams. As expert coaches and confidence and mindset educators, we created the Elite Competitor to enable moms and coaches to build lifelong confidence, resilience, and elite performance. Think of this as your weekly dose of inspiration, where you'll feel enabled with proven strategies, real-life stories, and transformative lessons. Welcome to the Elite Competitor Podcast. Today we have an awesome topic, something that lots of parents have been asking about, which is unleashing the beast in shy or timid athletes. So I love this topic because a lot of parents have asked about this. They're, they say things like, my daughter holds back on the court or the field. She hesitates. She lets other players kind of take over, even though like she was open to take the shot. When she's up against tough competition, she tends to back down a little bit. So I kind of, you know, we kind of get these, these feelings of like, why is she not just like playing? Okay. Or sometimes it'll happen where she plays really aggressively in practice, but then when she gets into a match, it's like, she is a different player. She backs off. She gives the ball away or she'll just back down a little bit. So we're going to talk about why this is happening. It's actually a lot deeper than we might think. It's a lot deeper than just like, well, she's just choosing not to, and she just needs to be more aggressive because that's usually our response is like, just be more aggressive. Right. And it doesn't work. So we're going to dive into three of the main reasons why this is happening. And then my favorite technique to help athletes kind of unleash that inner beast and be a little more aggressive and assertive on the court in the field. So why is she holding back? If you were to ask your daughter, she probably would say like, I don't know, (laughs) right? So we're going to give three reasons why it could be, right? First one is her physical characteristics. So I often find that athletes are holding back in competition because of their physical characteristics or their perceived limitations. And what this means is they'll say like, I'm too short or I'm too tall. I'm too slow. I'm too young. I'm the youngest person on the team. I'm too small. I'm too big. Like it's just all of these things. Like they have, you know, this idea of the type of athlete that they should be in their, in their head. Like they're, you know, a basketball player. I feel like I should be really tall and 
you know, whatever it is that they have built up in their mind. And if they're not that, they can cling on to that as a reason why they shouldn't like play full out. And then same goes for their perceived limitations. So when I say perceived limitations, I mean like some limiting beliefs that they're carrying around about themselves. So like, I'm just not a good shooter. All right. Or like, I just don't do well under pressure. And it's like, they have these like statements that they hold on to and they literally make them true. Okay. Now their physical characteristics could absolutely be true. Like your daughter could be on the smaller side and that could be a reason why she's holding back. Okay. It doesn't mean that she needs to be less aggressive, but we'll get to that in a second. But you know, those thoughts that we have about ourselves and those thoughts that our daughters have about themselves that are may or may not be true. Those can definitely cause athletes to just like sink back, especially if it's like a specific situation that they're saying like, well, I'm not good. I'm not good on game point. Okay. Or I'm not good when like it's man on man pressure, right? Like they just have these things in their head where it's like, I can't do it. That could be one reason kind of separate from the technique that I'm going to talk about at the end is if this, if you feel like this is your daughter, if you're like, yeah, it's because she feels like she's just like too small and like not experienced enough or whatever it is, just going back to basics and writing down a list of what her strengths are is super, super powerful. And it's like the most simple thing ever, but having her write down, like, what are her top 10 strengths? And she's gonna be like 10. But yeah, getting top 10 strengths and then narrowing it down to like, okay, what are my top three things that I'm really good at? And maybe what does my size even enable me to do that I'm really good at? Like, even though I'm shorter, maybe I'm a really great ball handler. And maybe because I am shorter, I am quicker and I'm faster than most people. So have her like really narrow down on her strengths and have her cling on to those things instead of looking at why she's not as good as she wants to be because she's not tall or whatever it is in her head. So that's reason number one that she's holding back is she just like whatever her physical characteristics are or her perceived limitations. Reason number two is her personality. And there are, I mean, athletes have a wide variety of personalities and every, we need all, we not, we need all of them and all of them are welcome. Some athletes personalities are just naturally a little more shy and a little more reserved and maybe a little more introverted. And as a society, and I could go deeper into this, like, we tend to value personalities that are a little more like aggressive, extroverted, you know, they're just noticed more. And sometimes the athletes that are more shy and introverted, like get looked at as they're not strong or they're weak in some way. That's absolutely not true. And athletes who are more shy and introverted bring a ton of awesome strengths to their team. But sometimes athletes who are like, well, I'm just a little shy, I'm a little introverted, or I'm like, the, you know, if they're like the nicest sweetest person. And they just feel like if they're aggressive on the court, they're not being true to who they are. If that makes sense. So they feel like there's this, this like, well, if I'm like really aggressive on the court, people are going to think I'm like mean or, you know, that I don't like them. And that's not who I am. So they kind of just feel like this, this kind of this conflict, right? Where they can't be aggressive on the court because it's going to com- com- conflict with who they are off the court. All right. So their personality just can kind of lend it itself to being a little more reserved, a little more, you know, shy, little, a little less aggressive. The other thing about this, actually, I'll get into it on on the next one a little bit more, but is that especially as female athletes, we sometimes and I feel like it's it's getting better. But a lot of times we're kind of put in this box where like, it's not natural for female athletes to be really aggressive on the court or the field. We're just giving these conflicting conflicting messages about like, 
who we should be. And girls, as they're growing up, get told like, this is how you should be. And aggressive and loud and bold sometimes isn't one of those things that they feel like they are allowed to be. Okay. So her personality slash kind of like some cultural pressures that might exist as well that cause her to not feel like she should be aggressive because it could be like, I'm being rude. Um, the last one, okay, is just fear. So fear in general, and this, there's a lot to unpack here. So this could be a fear of a lot of things. Fear of making a mistake. All right. That's like number one, probably. They don't want to mess up. Fear of disappointing their teammates. Fear of what the coach might think. Fear of like, if I am really good and I'm better than my teammates, am I going to make them feel bad about themselves? Which, by the way, is usually never a thought with male athletes. But for female athletes, it's it's there. And we're going to dive into that later. And these fears can really just take over and just cause athletes to want to fly be below the radar. So they were like, yeah, I'm just not going to try very hard. Because if I do and I mess up, that's worse. So that fear can be huge. All right. So those are the three reasons, main reasons that she could be holding back if she's shy or timid. So her physical characteristics are like what she thinks is just limiting her. Her personality, if she's naturally shy or introverted, or maybe she just feels this expectation that she shouldn't be aggressive because it's like not nice. Fear, okay? Fear of failure, fear of success, (laughs) fear of what people are going to think, okay? Now, the strategy that I want to have your athletes do, this is called the alter ego technique. And this fits for all three of these. It doesn't really matter which one your athlete falls into, but the alter ego technique is just, is just like it sounds. Okay. You're going to be creating an alter ego. Okay. And this is what an alter ego is. It's basically a, a vision of a, a, a character that you're going to be on the court or the field that's separate from who you are off the court or the field. All right. And this kind of gives permission for athletes to be like, yeah, that's who I am on the court in the field. And this is who I am off. Okay. Brianne on the court is different from Brianne off the court. And here's why, and here's how, okay. So here's how you create this technique or how you use this technique. First, you're going to have athletes for two minutes. They're going to write out their best playing moment with as much detail as possible. Okay. So typically when athletes do this, they recall that moment or moments or that game or whatever, that practice that they played their best. And it's usually a practice or a game or a situation where they're playing more aggressively most of the time, like whether that is they're like taking risks, they're not worried about making mistakes, whatever it is, typically they're playing with a little bit more aggression. So you're going to have them write out for two minutes, like what that moment is. All right. Get it really clear. Next step two, athletes are going to list out all of the qualities that she, that she was embodying during that performance. So whatever she feels like she was being or doing during that time, that best performance, she's going to write out those qualities. Okay. I would say anywhere from like four to eight qualities that she can think of that she was embodying during that performance. She's then going to, for step three, she's going to take all those characteristics and she's going to create a character. She could give that character a name, hey, like Taylor or whatever. But what I like is giving that alter ego, like assigning an animal to it. So an an animal that represents the alter ego. So something um, aggressive or predatory, like a lion or a tiger or something. And I mean, it sounds silly, but this actually, this really works. And so all those characteristics, you know, maybe it's like she was bold and she was uh, taking risks and she wasn't worried about failure, all of those things. And she's going to assign like a tiger. All right. And that tiger is, you know, like just 
aggressive. It's just going after things. It's um, free, all of these things that a tiger would be. And that's what she's going to assign as her alter ego on the court. And so in her mind, she's like on the court or the field, I'm a tiger. Okay. And off the court or the field, I'm me. So it just helps. It gives athletes kind of like a free pass to be somebody different on the court or the field than they are off the court or the field and allows them to kind of separate that and realize like who I am there is a little different than who I am off. And it's okay for me to be more aggressive and more bold on the court, even if that doesn't really match my personality off the court. Okay. So that is what I want athletes to do. Again, three reasons why they might be holding back. There's a lot to unpack there. So it really depends on your athlete and what kind of resonates with her, but it could be her physical characteristics or her limitations that she has in her mind could be her personality, could be fear of a lot of different things. And the alter ego technique is something that athletes can be doing to to help kind of separate that a little bit. And I've done this with um, pretty much all the athletes that I've worked with. And so almost all the athletes that I work with have an alter ego. Okay, I will see you next week. Same time, same place. I hope you enjoyed that episode, moms. Quick reminder that registration is open for our What to Say Challenge happening May 14th through 17th. Head over to register so you can join us to learn proven strategies and game-changing scripts you'll keep in your back pocket for those pre- and post-game pep talks. The challenge is just $19 during our earlier pricing happening right now. So head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge. That's also linked in the show notes and I will see you there.